0: <laughs> oh, I love this. I love technology, especially when I don't know anything about it or how to use it. So here we are. It's Nicole Burkertzer from Mindful Connections and today we're talking about horse logic. And um, I just did like a beautiful 20 minute um, check uh, 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 recording for you all, except I think I pushed the wrong button. didn't invite anybody so I'm sorry if you were there at seven well I just posted the video that I made but um, and now I see you guys coming in Ah! all right so sorry this is my first time and this is very exciting but it's a little frustrating when you don't really know how to do it and you can't really try this kind of stuff um, without being live and here we are okay so Thank you, and now I see people are there, Christine, and Kelly, and Claudine, yay, love it. So here's the thing, what I want to talk about today is why horses spook, and everybody would be like, oh, of course, they get scared about something. But there is a little bit of a deeper meaning actually to it, which I didn't realize. Um, and a horse recently shared a little bit of his insights with me, and that was really exciting. But before I get into this, I wanna um, introduce you to who's with me here, and let's see if the light works. But do you wanna say hi, Sammy? We have our, David, move over a little bit so the light is. Sammy, why don't you want to say hi to the people? Come here. Oh my God, so I don't know if you can see her horns, but she doesn't want to say hi. She's sometimes a little shy. And the other one I have here is Miss Shana. Hey Shana, you want to say hi? Hi. Can you hear her? Isn't this the best sound ever? Hey, especially on a late winter night. And then Kata over there, he was just taking a little um, drink. Come here Kata, you want to say hi? Come on, baby. Kata is our Palomino Quarter Horse. Come here, baby. Oh, good boy. You want to say hi to the people? <coughs> yep, and there he walks by. They're having actually dinner right now while I'm talking. So, here's the deal. A few, it's actually probably now a month and a half ago, A woman called me for an animal communication session and she um, said, my horse is like the best trail horse and I don't know what happened to him, but um, we had a really rough ride the other day. Um, She went out with her friends on the trail with her, um, with a group that she always goes out out with and when she, after she tacked him up and she stepped on the mounting block, the horse rapidly went backwards and she had a really hard time getting on. And so it took a little while. Eventually she did mount up. She said, but the entire ride, he was really kind of intense and a little too forward. And I don't know what was going on because he's so good usually. And so I said, oh, let's see what Duke has to say. And (laughs) this is the fun part in this, um, when I do these animal communication sessions, because horses, animals in general, they always have these great one-liners. He goes, Sometimes we get surprised on the trailer and I went like, well, what do you mean by that get surprised? Yes, by the way a big horse butt sticking Putting his butt into my back. So I said, what do you mean surprised? And then he gave me the impression of that, you know, they're in this tight space. Of course, they can't move their feet and um, He would all of a sudden go Whoa, like this because something loud goes by And um, then I filled in like, well, yeah, if all of a sudden a motorcycle drives by or, you know, a big truck with Drake brakes, Nancy. There, Nancy is here, I love it. Nancy is like my idol. She's always on Facebook Live and I always watch it and I don't know yet how to do this. So Nancy, give me feedback after. So anyway, so um, he said uh, this big noise happens and it puts a jolt through his body and because he's in this tight space and he can't move his feet and he can't do anything about it, he comes off the trailer and is really jacked up. And so um, now he gets tight to the trailer, right? And the person starts brushing and tacking up and doing um, all kinds of uh, stuff to get ready and most likely is a little chit chatty with her friends. And by the time they get to the mounting block, the horse is like, go don't get on don't get on don't get on because I'm not safe I'm really not safe and so hey Donna watching for Florida I love it I can't believe I can actually read this without my glasses right now so um, the horse is now all jacked up and actually by backing up from the mounting block says don't get on because I'm really not safe for you and then the ride is a struggle and you know we try to rein them in ha 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 but often that doesn't work so I said to him, how would your person know, Duke, that you are in that predicament? And um, Carrie, I love it that you're here. And so I, um, he said, oh, it's very easy. You can see it in my eye. <laughs> kind of like, duh. And I'm like, oh. And he's right, right? If you have a soft horse eye that comes off the trailer, so to speak, you know that Cutter's big butt is just... <laughs> dusty, dusty bigfoot. So if you have a horse um, that comes off the trailer with an eye that is soft and gentle, yeah, good chance that you're going to be okay. But if the eye is kind of hard and a little stern, I would already pay attention and say maybe there's a little energy stuck in his body. And then if you have a horse that is actually making those types of noises, thank you for the the help. you know, snorts, has the big bulging eyeballs. Hi, baby. You want to say hi to the peaballs? Hi. Yes, he does. Kisses for all the horse people. Um, So if you have a horse that has bulging eyeballs and tight nostrils, guess what? I mean, don't put your sweet butt in the saddle because that's obviously not a good idea. So now I said to him, uh, what? Oh, and then he gave me one other tip. This was, was so smart. He said also when the person starts putting the blanket or the, the saddle pad or something on, he would give a flinch. Kind of like the fly switch, you know, the little, um, Carol Beale or I'm so, I feel so bad because I'm, <laughs> I cannot focus. I'm such a being in the now person that I have so, Like I'm focusing already on myself and staying safe and bringing the message across and then trying to look down there. I mean, talk about multitasking. That is so not what I usually do, but it's kind of a fun new experience. Anyway, so if you put your hands on the withers of the horse and the horse goes, you know, like the flight twitch, he's like, that's not a good sign. That means there's a lot of energy in my body. So. (laughs) Shana snorting. So I have this great thing that I teach people in workshops all the time. Put and I'm gonna try. Carter, let me see if I can show people this. So if you're good. So ah, he's so in such a good position. Right in the light. So uh, what uh, what I do is usually I when the horse Carter stay here. He doesn't. He wants me to rub his butt. But if he um, if the horse is a little dressed up, I put my hand behind the withers and I go. Deep inhale through the nose, into my abdomen, and back out through the mouth, Mouth, which is, you know, I call it always the yoga breath. For anybody here that is a yoga person, you probably know. Um, so then we take a couple of deep breaths. And within uh, a few moments, usually, horses um, immediately go, drop the head relax, maybe shake their head, shake their body. Patricia, I see you. Hi. Um, so they, they kind of relax, and they just go, oh, thank you. <sighs> Let go of a lot there. And that's the sign that there was relaxation, and that the nervous system is going back to a more relaxed state. And then I can put my saddle pad on, and my saddle, and myself on the horse. All right? So now, um, ideally, what I would suggest is, especially and now we're coming to the chakra balance part, when I leave, if I left my house uh, with these horses, and especially in the winter, where I go often, uh, and not where I go, but where people, you know, when they go on trail rides um, in the winter, um, the horse seems always a little more dressed up anyway. What I found out is a lot of times that has something to do with the weather overnight. And if you've ever stayed with a horse in a barn at night it's spooky it's actually a little freaky Um, and we have a metal roof on our um barn and we had one super stormy night here and i wanted to check up on the horses and i was in the corner of the barn like oh my god this is like it feels like we're taking off any minute here so imagine a horse a prey animal a flight animal When you come to the barn and your horse is kind of uppity in the morning, there was probably something going on in the night. Coyotes howling, wind uh, howling around the corners, um, a quick cold spell which the horses, you know, immediately try to warm themselves up and get more tense. So before you go out, on a trail I do a chakra balance. And of course, we don't have time right now to to do a whole chakra balance here, but I have a video actually on YouTube, it's free, so just Google mindful Connections chakra balance and I take you through it. It's a very basic foundational um, thing that anybody can do, Um, nothing fancy, it's really simple. And because the chakra system is connected to the horse's physical and our own too, but physical, mental, and emotional well-being, um, no matter if the horse had, um, you know, some shock to the system, had like a, a spooky emotional or mental uh, moment. If you do a chakra balance before you go out on the trail, you will have such a better horse. And then if you happen to go uh, on a trailer with them, or if your horse goes on the trailer and you unload them, then you might not want to do a whole chakra balance in front of your friends. and. Um, it's probably also not no longer necessary. But what you can do is do the little ah, hand behind the withers, and then take a few breaths. And the key piece to this is really that in that moment you show up. Because if you stop for a moment, chit-chatting, hanging out, you know, getting excited, talking with friends, uh, thank you, Carrie, I love you. Um, if you do that. Im- guess what you're in the now and that's what I teach all the time right meet your horse in the now that moment of connection where you take three four deep breaths ground yourself and you are just paying attention to your horse your horse is like you're with me Mm -mm -mm. I see you you see me and your ride will be so different now in my other video that I didn't put live um, Shana actually showed me something little teacher girl in the background here. Um, she I wanted to demonstrate to put your hand on the withers and she kept walking away and I'm like oh I guess she doesn't want to do this right now here. Um, no, not true. She's so smart she kept walking forward so that my hand actually landed on her butt. And the butt, and let me see, Caro, can I just show people? So when we go to his butt the root chakra is right here, where the um, can you see this? Yeah, right here, where the dark of the tail comes into the into the back. And guess what? It's called root chakra for a reason because that's where we, when our root chakra is grounded, we're balanced. And so, Shana, as an Arabian, is a lighter, a hot blooded breed lighter I mean by like carrying herself lighter not like a draft horse who's more grounded and connected like a quarter horse often can be a warm blood can be she is um light in her feet and so everything Makes her get like faster and higher and sooner and, and uh, more intense, so she always asked me to go to her root chakra because that's the chakra that is most often out of balance, and she pretty much asked me that almost every day so there's actually a cartoon in my book that she inspired where I in at the beginning when we you know when I had her knew I would always brush her from the front to the back and she would always move forward and be like touch my butt and I'm like I gotta brush your neck first we brush from the front to the back girl and she would be like brush my butt and finally I was like why am I stuck on this goofy thing like that's how we do it if she's telling me she wants something a little different why not start at the back I don't care and so I usually start with the tail I brush her tail and the moment I start there she goes And then all of a sudden, she invites me and says, oh, why don't you come to the face? Now we can talk, now we can connect. Because she is grounded and she's available. Because a horse that is unbalanced and ungrounded is not even available. They're in flight, fight mode um, or freeze mode. And so it's hard to connect with them. But if you listen to them, so again, if your horse comes off the trailer and you put your hand there and your horse goes, don't put it behind the withers, put it right in the middle where the solar plexus is or where um, The root chakra is, listen to your horse. They are so smart. They know what they're talking about. And so um, take guidance from your horse. I always talk about be the student and the teacher. Sometimes we gotta teach our horses. And um, like earlier, I had to be the student because she was reminding me, I needed to tell you this part, that horses are really smart like Arabians are especially smart, I think she said. So, that's the story. I have no idea, I now need to put my glasses on. Um, Who else is watching? Keith and Kathy Marie, hey everybody. So, I wonder if if there's anything left I wanted to talk about today. So, just to recap, um, remember, oh, I didn't say one thing. You might have heard of the late Ray Hunt. Um, great horseman, and one of my favorite quotes is, "What happened before what happened happened?" And that's the what happened before what happened happened, 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 happened. happened. Um, so you get the point, I think. So here's the thing: if your horse in the morning when you come to the barn goes, um, "Hi, Cappy," um, if your horse is all like dressed up and you're like, "What the?" is wrong you know nothing different well you don't know if there was a herd of coyotes a pack of coyotes running through the backyard or if um, the big snowplow came in the middle of the night and your horse possibly if you have a horse that's locked in the stall that's frightening to them so think about what could have happened before your horse is now in this state of spookiness the same if your horse comes off the trailer What happened before what happened happened? Well, there was maybe a loud noise going by. Maybe you drove over a big bump. Maybe as you were backing in, you did a little jerk with the truck. You know, stuff like that can happen. Your horse is always honest. Your horse is always telling you something happened and it's your job to figure it out because you're the one that puts, you know yourself in the saddle and um, we're the ones that have to be responsible to stay safe. So um, Keep that in mind. You know, seeing it through the horse's eyes and really thinking about what might have happened, what did my horse go through to show this behavior, is actually um, one of the key principles. I I think we all. Um, If we employ that, we we learn so much and we connect so much more deeply with our horses. And once again, when we do that, we're also again in the now because we're present with the horse and we're trying to understand why the horse is acting the way it's acting. Okay, so that was the last thing I wanted to say. Franny, hi, Laura, how are you doing? So I'm going to just hang for a minute and see if um, anybody has any thoughts or questions. Um, or any other advice, or something that you might have experienced um, along the along the road on your trail bites. Tom, um, it's going to be every week. Uh, yeah, who are, uh, my husband like to watch the Walking Dead. What do you mean, the Walking Dead? The ones that are out in the pastures at night, Keith? Yeah, I wouldn't want those people. Yeah, so I'm gonna do this actually now starting uh, today, every Sunday. For a while, I did Sunday inspiration, these videos. um, And since it is just David (laughs) and myself doing this, the production sometimes got a little crazy. So we are actually, um, once Facebook Live came out, you know, I was a little shy about it, but then finally I was like, no, this is kind of fun. And I think, um, you know, I have some stuff to share, and you guys. Might have some stuff to share over time, and so we'll talk sometimes about horses, sometimes about cats, sometimes about dogs. Um, I know it's a TV show. Do you have a TV outside for your horses, Keith? Okay. So, um, but that's uh, the plan, and you know, and sometimes we might talk about uh, uh, animals that are maybe not directly pets. I occasionally I d- have talked with two crows and some elephants and. Um, there's just so such good insight when, when we connect to animals that um, I think there will be plenty of stories um, to share and to, to have fun with and to learn from because After all animals have so much to to share with us So that's it for tonight. This is the second round and this time it worked. Thank you so much for showing up I'm so excited Again, Mindful Connections, Chakra Balance is a video where I go through the entire Chakra Balance. Check it out, it's very fun. It's a few years old, but um, it's still the same. It's still, you know, uh, the, the, what's up girlfriend? Um, The, I'm just watching a cute little Arabian butt here. But it's, it's true, the information is still good. If you have any questions, email me, text me, do whatever and um yeah and we'll put this video up and share it with people because it's so important see it through your horse's eyes all right thank you see you next week